94.1 K-Slug. Miles here on the phone with Derek Smith, but you know him by a different name. He's one of the most cutting-edge electronic artists out there right now uh, with his own brand of electro-hip-hop soul. He's at the forefront of the genre, along with folks like Bass Nectar and Skrillex. He's played the world's biggest festivals. He runs his own label out of Colorado. He's Pretty Lights, and he'll be at Blue Lake Casino on Sunday night, an all-ages show. Thanks for joining us, dude. Hey, it is my pleasure. Thank you, Miles. Now, dude, let me start with this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Rolling Stone wrote about a festival that you and Skrillex are headlining in Nashville. It's coming up in October. It's called With Your Friends, and the magazine called 2012 the Year of Electronic Dance Music. Now, that's not the first time I've heard that, and that may be a good thing uh, in many eyes, but I may be alone in this, but to you, does it seem like a lot of people out there are writing this recent rise of the genre off as kind of a trend? Like it's something that's just going to go away next year? Yeah, it does seem like that a little bit, and, um, you know, maybe that's true for some subgenres, maybe it's not. Um, with my music, you know, I try to put as much longevity into it and as much emotion and, uh, I really try to create something timeless and have that separate itself out from like the, uh, onslaught of, uh, electronic music that just seems to be coming out of every nook and cranny everywhere you look, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's the biggest year of electronic music so far, but I don't want to think that it's the uh, the year. You know, I I, I I see it continuing to grow, uh, especially if if artists can continue to uh, step up their game and continue to make original and fresh music because that's really what it's all about. Now, is there a subgenre that you think has the most staying power out there in the electronic genre? Not really. One that I would like name in particular, you know. I mean, I I say that my music is like a, a sort of like hip hop offshoot of electronic music. It's electronic music in that it's uh, instrumental and it's a producer on stage performing, and uh, but it's really based in like the hip hop beat structure. Um, but I think that really any subgenre can be made to last and any subgenre of electronic music can be made to uh, easily fall away and, and, and fall into what you you know mentioned as, as a trend and something that will just uh, um, fall out of people's memories quite soon so and that's always been my take on music in general is that that, that any genre can be can be done very well and beautifully and any genre can be done very well for the moment but but not in a in a lasting kind of way and you mentioned this uh, hip-hop style that you've got uh, with the electronics and i love it and uh, recently you played red rocks over in colorado and i saw that you had a uh, eli and the grouch from living legends go up on there um, is that something that uh, you're going to be doing more often is, is bringing these uh, live guys up on stage to perform along with you uh i mean that's what i like to do it's like hip-hop is is um that's that's a big part of my roots you know so it's like i try to support the artists that uh were major influences to me in a sense you know when i when i'm when i'm able to so uh, i had grouch and eli um come up and, and and open the show and then i had them come up on stage with me and perform a track because we had just recently 
written a song together, uh, which was actually part of the process of me writing my new record, where I would like make a make a track for some of my favorite MCs, and they would be able to take that song, that beat, write a song over it, put it on their album, and I wouldn't, you know want any royalties or charge them or whatever and all I wanted to be able to do was to take the lyrics from that song and sample little snippets of it for my new record so in a sense I was like uh, creating songs for them just to be able to use little snippets of their voices in like later tracks of, 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 of for my record but to get back at your question um, I love working with MCs I love having hip-hop um, performers play shows with me and whenever I can you know I like to bring them up on stage but am I gonna do it more um, we'll see you know like I'm trying to evolve the, the concept of producer as performer as much as possible to really um, uh, kill this whole concept of, of people, you know, of, of producers just standing on stage and, and, and pushing play or something like that. It's like, mm -hmm. it's like such a, such a big thing to me, you know, it was like wanting to evolve the, the, the performance method, uh, as a producer and, um, having live instrumentalists on stage that, that I can, um, uh, direct and work with their signal directly is, is definitely um, a, a step that I would that I'm going to take in the future you know I've worked with a drummer in the past but that was always kind of like a drummer playing on top of my music and it more hindered my ability to be improvisational than been encouraged it and uh, I kind of want to rewrite that that whole that whole process and well you mentioned this evolution and uh, we're really excited for your set and humble you know you've got this incredible laser show that you bring to the table these funky beats this illumination tour by the way has been getting great reviews uh, and some folks are saying this new material that you're debuting you mentioned that earlier is a little bit more glitchy uh, would you agree with that um glitchy I don't know I'm, I'm curious where you read that you know it's like it's um it's it's the new material that I'm dropping on tour is part of a record that I've been working on for quite some time. It's the most time I've ever spent working on a record, and it's it's been a very involved uh, process. Basically, I'll give you the, the, the short gist of it, which is uh, instead of going to uh, flea markets and old vinyl stores to, like, sample old pieces of vinyl to get that like old timbre and warmth and analog vibe on my on my tracks i actually went into old analog recording studios worked with upwards of 80 musicians and singers and um, um different instrumentalists and um wrote all the music and all the lyrics and and recorded everything to tape and then took all those tape recordings and cut them to acetate, which is actually vinyl right before it's pressed to vinyl, and basically created a crate of records for myself to sample before I even started working on my album. And that process in itself took me a year. And so it has a very, my new, my new material has a very uh, old school, organic, uh, warm timbre to it, but they were, they're all homemade 
records, you know, so everything is sample free. And uh, it also, um, you know, even with my synthesizers, you know, I didn't use a single digital VST synth, whatever. Everything was with uh, modular synthesizers. Not sure if you know what that is, but it's, you know, the, the big synths that look like telephone operating boards where you're plugging, you know, cables to connect everything to make it, to make a sound. There's no saving with sound. It's just uh, creating it from scratch. So it's a, it's a very idealistic album in the process was extremely involved. Anyway, glitchy, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit more, um, it's not in your face, you know, super aggressive dubstep uh, by any means. It's, uh, it's very hip hop. It's very emotional. It's uh, very beautiful. And it's, um, you know, it's banging in just the right way, you know? Good deal. Well, I read that glitchy uh, note in a review of your uh, Red Rocks show. But anyway, I like what you're saying. This sort of unadulterated, organic sound that you're bringing out with these old school synths, uh, making it a little bit more analog and a little bit more smooth. And we're very excited for that. Now, do you have a title for this next studio release? It sounds like it's a big undertaking that you've spent a lot of time on it. Yeah, it is. And um, I'm actually working with... um an artist out of the Bay Area, ISO 50. He's also known as the musician Tycho. I've, I've been a big fan of his for a long time, and uh, the fact that he is uh, working with me on all the, the artistic direction of the record is super exciting. And um, as well, the show, we decided to to take a whole, you know, we took a complete left turn on like electronic music show production rather than going bigger and crazier with the with the lasers and the lights and the video we really went the same route as the uh, the music and went sent eight filmers out across the country to film whatever they could find that was organic and beautiful and embraced the concept of the name pretty lights and uh um edited all this content together uh to go with this with the music that i can like trigger on the fly with my clips as i'm performing the song it's more of like a touring organic beautiful art installation slash uh dance party than uh you know uh get wasted kind of like electronic grimy rave kind of thing it's uh it's very cool you mentioned a, la- a funky laser dance party but uh, and we and we are bringing that kind of thing as well but uh i'm really proud of the production of the show this tour this time around because it's like it's really something that no one's ever done before as far as the look and the aesthetic of the show it's like it engages you you know what i'm saying like when you look at the at the at the stage it's like the goal is to for the audience to see something that brings an emotion out or or or, or matches up with the emotion of the music and it's very relatable and immersive and yeah it's very cool that sounds great man it sounds like less of a performance and just more of a, a collaborative experience together and we're very excited for that now um you mentioned 80 musicians that uh you sampled for these beats that you're playing right now who did you work with i worked in a studio in brooklyn called Studio G, and I worked with a lot of the Royal Family Cats, like uh, Lettuce, um, some of the Soul Live dudes, and just a bunch of, uh, I worked with the Harlem Gospel Choir, um, a bunch of uh, other cats in Brooklyn who who just are a 
phenomenal musicians and basically what I would do is I would bring together a different group of musicians every day and I would put a band together you know say like today I want to create a record that sounds like you know some 70s fusion garage jazz from Brazil or something you know so we'd get like an upright bass player and a and I uh, bring a vibraphone player in there and you know Adam Deitch played drums on most of it just, and uh, and then I would play um, electric bass or we would put like an electric guitar player on it and then we'd go through and I would like uh, help design the timbre you know whatever I heard in my head I would be I would tell the engineer what what I wanted it to sound like and we would work together until each instrument had that sound like we'd run a vibraphone through like all kinds of crazy you know analog filters and things like that and then we would literally mic it up with two microphones in the whole room and send that straight to stereo tape so there's no multi-tracking it never hit a computer uh it would just go straight to tape and that tape would eventually be on vinyl and i would kind of sit in there if I was playing bass, I would talk into a microphone to direct them, or I would just stand in the middle of the room and and uh, direct the group of musicians, and that's how it went on a daily basis. You know, I would bring in different groups of people to form different arrangements of, like, small bands, and we would bust out as many grooves and breaks and jam sessions as we could in a single day. Yeah, and then I did the same thing in New Orleans for several weeks and worked with like the Preservation Hall jazz crew. Um, there's just so many amazing musicians in New Orleans. I worked with like so many singers down there. Uncle Lionel, uh, who unfortunately just passed away shortly after we worked together. So I'm really trying to uh, make a song that uh, is very, very dedicated to him and showcases his uh, amazing voice as well as Big Al and like uh, a lot of street musicians you might see down like walking around the French Quarter in, in New Orleans but uh, yeah lots of musicians lots of singers never just at once you know sometimes I would have 50, a 15 piece band with me you know in, in a studio and I would spend three hours crafting the sound of each instrument until we finally got it and I'd be you know telling this guitar player who wants to like solo over the whole thing I'd be like no you can only hit these three harmonic notes that's all I want you to hit and I only want you to hit it every eight bars and I'd be like on the bass player I'd be like I only want you to hit these two notes back and forth so it was like me really trying to get it in their heads that, that less is more and convince these jazz and funk players to really lay back and like really become part of something bigger rather than filling up all the space so there was a lot of negative space and I was actually you know we were creating incredible hypnotic breaks and 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 like minimal uh, jazz and it's it's really cool you know I'm actually really excited about releasing these original recordings uh, shortly after my record comes out so that's definitely part of the plan and I think that it's going to appeal to a whole a whole another audience of 
uh, music lovers, you know. When is that record going to come out? My record will be coming out around the end of this year. Um, it's, it's getting close to done, but uh, I, I want to do it really special as far as the release. So uh, since it wasn't coming out before my tour, that's why I decided I usually don't play my new music before I release it because I want it to be a complete surprise. Mm -hmm. So I've decided to play a percentage of my music live and really and really toy with it uh, on the tour um, and keep uh, you know the other half of it for a for a complete surprise when the when the album comes out. But I didn't want to um, deny like my my true fans like experience of this new music I've been talking about for a while on this on this on the Illumination tour I've been you know the, the biggest tour I've ever done so so we'll hey taste guys, um, I'm sorry we're gonna need to wrap it up okay. You know, okay we can we can, we can <laughs> hey Miles we can go for a few more minutes if, if, if you got some more questions this is, a, this is my last one and I'm really feeling this so it's all good okay cool bro thanks man so yeah we'll taste a little bit of the new stuff we're very excited for that save the rest for a rainy day now you release all of your music for free uh, and the artists signed to your label do the same Pretty Lights Music and uh, it's just all amazing stuff and it's a huge catalog now my question for you is who sort of paved the way for you to want to do that I always chose to keep it a free donation based download model because the advantages and the good things about it outweighed the negatives you know I found that I was able to live comfortably off of my live shows still invest back into my music and invest back into the live shows to continue to make them cooler and better and more beautiful and more of an experience and the same with the music um, with this record it's a bit of a different thing because I've spent so much money on it so much more than I thought I would have and um, I'm not exactly sure how this record is going to be laid out I can tell you one thing that it's going to be a very creative way that I'll put it out there and it's it's you know I'm not going to um, lose my my whole roots as far as the distribution method of my music mm -hmm. it's really just been a uh, an experiment that I've been taking one day at a time you know you mentioned PLM and it was like that was a big a big part of the experience it was seeing if I could take one of my homies who's got incredible production skills, but no one's heard of them, put the music out there and see if it took, you know, and, and it did, you know, like when Michael Menard's record came out, for example, or Break Science, you know, like people hadn't really heard of it, but literally overnight they were, you know, had had 10,000 downloads and were, were touring the country. So I think that as long as the curation is there and proper and all the music stays super fresh that the fans of the label will trust it and will continue to download that music and it will only continue to grow definitely and all those guys are badass you know michael all the guys on plm are amazing and um you know like you said you wanted to be a little bit experimental and uh, with the release of this next thing and it just sounds like such a huge undertaking and such a big project to where you know the way you're describing it i think that you know if you said yeah you pay whatever you want for the record i think that you would get some serious donations out there because people respect and love what you do and uh, we appreciate that derek oh i appreciate you saying that you know i definitely plan on um making the music available to everyone you know even people who can't pay for it but then also making really cool limited edition kind of stuff available for people who do want to pay you know like like i said i have like the original recordings of the breaks 
that I used to sample to make my record, and I have um, the beats that I made for these MCs to make songs just to sample the rappers and uh, things like that, you know, and I have a bunch of songs that I produced from these sessions that that aren't actually going on the record, so there'll be exclusives and limited editions and, you know, double vinyls and all kinds of crazy different physical mediums that people can, um, you know, buy to support the project if they they choose to do so. Very exciting. Well, a uh, couple questions left. This show you've got in Blue Lake is going to be a great one. It's with Stefan Jacobs and Paul Basic. What a great lineup. Are you excited to meet up with those guys? Yeah, man. I'm friends with both those guys. Stefan and Paul are both homies of mine. I actually grew up with Paul, and we were in a band in high school together. It was actually Paul, Basic, Michael Menner, and myself. <laughs> we played in a couple bands together. And uh, Stefan I've just met recently, but he's a really cool dude, man, and I like his music. So... And I just love coming to California, man. Blue Lake sounds like it's going to be off the chain, especially this time of the year. Uh, I really hope that I have like a day off before or after the show to really take in the area, you know? Oh, yeah, man. It's always sunny but in I, Blue Lake. It's a nice place, and uh, we'll welcome you with open arms, man. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to announce or let your fans know before the show in Humboldt County? I'm excited about every single show on this tour because not only have I... I evolved the performance method where it can be a completely different improvised show every night of the week, which makes it so much fun for me. But I'm like so proud of the new music and I'm so proud of the show that we've put together. Like the video that I mentioned, that's a huge part of the show. Like I said, we took a total left turn with that. And it's a very new approach to um, to this kind of thing. It's very engaging. My lighting designer, the Laser Shark, we like, <laughs> we communicate uh, on an ongoing basis throughout every show. So it's like we're jamming together, you know. So the fact that I'm so excited about every show, this tour is, it's just something that I've, I've it's different than any other tour I've been on because I'm so proud of the production and I'm uh, so excited to get on stage each night to uh, see what happens, you know, because everything is everything is freestyled and a lot of times we find ourselves falling into new spaces and doing like really cool, really cool stuff. So yeah, man, that's really all I got to say is that it's, it's, a, it's a totally cool, totally new, fresh, beautiful show, man, that, that, that really embraces the, the concept and the, of Pretty Lights and the brand and the style. So, you know, I hope people come out to see it and support it. And um, much respect and, and love to everyone who does or does not, you know. I'm just uh, all about people supporting new and original music. So if they can, I appreciate it, you know. And I appreciate you talking to me to, to help spread the word about that in the first place. So Most definitely. So thank you so much. Much Thanks, Derek, man. And uh, you sound energized, and we are going to try our best uh, give 110% to match that sort of energy. This is 7 Electro 7 on K-Slug. I'm Miles, and that was Derek Smith, also known as Pretty Lights. He's playing an all-ages show at Blue Lake Casino on Sunday night. Doors open at 6. Tickets are available online at worldfamous.inticketing.com. Thank you so much, Derek. You're a good dude. All right, thanks, Miles. You're a good dude, too, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. 94.1 K-Slug.